0: Warning: The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. Hello, yes, Dan here. Uh, Dan
1: Arden has been stunning. It is via the internet We tell you to please
0: listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's Untitled Wrestling Podcast News Roundup. We are here uh, on a glorious Saturday lunchtime. It's I don't know what it's like uh, where you boys are, but it's fucking really warm. Yeah, it's yeah, sunny.
2: It's been so. It's been sunny the last few days, and we've been brewing all, all week this week, and like it's been a noticeable like increase in temperature since Thursday. Yeah.
0: Considering this it, time last week, it was fucking ice and snow. We're doing yeah, you. And yeah. I, I was I,
2: about I, to say. I, I tentatively used the word spring yesterday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was about to say like um about 2 weeks ago here it was minus 4
0: oh lord
1: and now it's like 11 12 degrees so yes. it's it, it but like it literally went from that like over about a day or two so it's like yeah it, it's weird but it's
0: nice though Very they weird. complaining yeah so was like on and going guys <laughs> We're here with your healthy dose of wrestling news um, uh, roundups of the week. Uh, I'm Troy, joined as always by Jay and Big Tasty. Are we all good? Is the sun yeah. put a bit of pep in our step?
2: Got that bit of a um, uh, C? Not D? Not D. From the sun. D. 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 A little a little D. In D. I got the bit of a D from
0: Sportsman. All right then, let's bowl on. Let's do some news. Kick off. Some WWE tings. <laughs> um, according to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, uh, they note that The Miz is still earmarked for a match with Bad Bunny at WrestleMania 37, which sounds like he's going to be losing the WWE Championship sooner rather than later. Sticking on a similar path with The Miz and the WWE Championship. On Rene Paquette's oral sessions podcast, the Miz claimed that it was the afternoon of the Elimination Chamber that WWE had yet to tell him he was going to be winning the championship. So keeping up with that last minute booking, last minute writing, good stuff.
2: So I think it was it last week we said or was at the Elimination Chamber review that we, we put we posted our, our percentage chances that Miz goes into Mania as the champion. And he, he, I believe you Troy said it was hundred percent that he did not. Yeah. So yeah. I said about 80 maybe um, <laughs> I mean based on like, I mean, the way storylines this could take place as quickly as this Monday by all means
1: mm. he's definitely a future mayor the victim when he's like got Bobby Lashley after him
0: yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. Bobby's gonna like, destroy him for that and we're like, getting... he's
1: gonna beat him so bad he might make a dark side of the ring out, over it
0: <laughs> uh, I didn't. I don't know if anyone's got it written down. I saw it
2: on Twitter. I don't think anyone's got it written down. I didn't write it down. It's just stupid news. Um, Bobby, just speaking about the Mania match. Bobby Lashley, obviously, there's been rumours about him and Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw like a, I saw, a I saw like a little sound, a little clip, a little interview clip. Um, where he said that although the Brock Lesnar match would be huge, he said the match that he really wants at Mania is him versus Drew McIntyre. Really? They
0: yeah. had the
1: They had a really good match at Extreme Rules last year. It was very like sort of like a callback to the TNA matches. I remember you
2: know? that. Yeah, um, the TNA, TNA feud was fucking sick as well. It was
1: mm. Yeah, it 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 was a it was a bit of a callback to the TNA matches they had, but then, um, it was it's WWE, so they had the bit of like fucking nonsense into the finish. Um, of course they did. <laughs> I I say that was Extreme Rules. It wasn't. It was Money in the Bank. But yeah, either way, it was a very fun match. Mm. Um, until the finish. The finish was shit, but. Where, where Lana just got on the apron and struck the body, oh, and then God, we just yeah. claymore them. Oh yeah, I nonsense. That, yeah. Nonsense, yeah, nonsense, nonsense, nonsense. It was like, oh fuck, here we go, here we go. <laughs> and MVP was, so that, the like, were before, was so... that the one where like was that the one where
2: like Bobby had him beat, and then Lana got on the apron and was like, no, spear him or do something to him. Yeah, Lana was like, no, beat, 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 beat him more, and then yeah. he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's he's like dead, and then he, she got he, he turned around, and got claymore, and
1: that, yeah, was that it. yeah, yeah, pretty much.
0: It's um. Yeah, it's a strange room. is. Like, it feels like he's just there to just kind of hold it, like a, a, a what's it called? A transitional I, champion. Yeah, I don't think he's holding I'd, on to that I definitely for too think
1: he is. Yeah. I think, I think they needed to, because when Orton took the belt off Drew, it felt like they were taking the belt off Drew so Drew can win it back at Mania.
0: Yeah.
1: And obviously they couldn't have dragged that round the Orton-Drew feud out to Mania. Definitely no, fucking not. They've got tried enough. and it's already like, yeah, it's got a bit of fucking green stuff growing on it, and it's <laughs> it's got a bit crispy in the sun and all that. Like you, 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 can't really like, you can't even
2: like you can't even cut around it. It's like it's, it's right the way through. You know?
1: No, it's, it's like, like it. in the middle of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can't like just cut the corner off and like maybe it's okay. It's like,
0: nah, the whole it's, thing's gone. It's,
1: by, by the time by the time it gets to Mania, there'd be like toadstools growing on it and all kinds. Um, Penicillin, probably <laughs> probably have its own ecosystem. Um, but I I think like. Getting the belt off Drew with Miz is a good idea because it means that he can just like get beaten and then he can give Drew like a, an opponent who's been built like Brock to then yeah. take the belt off at Mania and Lashley's the perfect guy for that, isn't he? He's not. Yeah, yeah. He's not been beaten clean since Drew beat him. Do you think Drew goes year. over at Mania? I think Drew goes over at Mania. Oh, I do. Yeah. Two in a row. Uh, yeah,
0: they've
1: got fans out
0: for this one, don't they?
1: Yeah, they wanted to give Drew his moment with fans, which is fair, because he deserves it. He's, he's done a fucking fantastic job of like keeping the, keeping that uh, main event scene afloat. Um, it,
0: it does also, for me, cheapen the championship a little bit, though, because that's three times he's won it in a year.
2: Well, I think it's hot uh, shot from, from Drew to Moose to Bob. I mean, to Drew. Uh, makes it and shit as well. You, you no, I'm talking, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about, like, since... Oh, like, at the moment,
1: you know? yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, if, I mean if, they, if they go, I mean, if only thing you need to have Miz in his Bad Bunny money, money feud, but I'd much rather them just do a triple threat in mania and have Drew pin Miz without Bobby getting interfered with. Just Bobby still got his claim that he didn't get pinned, mm. and he can, he can then go on a triple. I, I don't. And then know.
1: then we can build yeah. up to a rematch at some point. It,
2: it just seems stupid to take it off Miz now to take it off Bobby
1: at Mania.
0: Yeah, just keep them all in it and have yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: I feel like I feel like Miz was pretty much like their their way of trying to figure out a way to get it, as I say, get it from Drew to Bobby without having Drew and Bobby face yeah. each other. Yeah, it's kind the power, keep,
2: keep that power. Keep to drive the Mania.
1: Yeah, because they they you don't want to have like they've done it in the past where they've had someone beat. I think it was Batista beat Cena for the title, and then they did the rematch at Mania. Yeah, and it was just.
0: Just I mean, was a bit it, flat. Let, let because that he that
1: beat match. because he beat him like literally a month prior, it didn't feel like important at all. Let
2: us not forget yeah. WWE aren't averse to quick title changes. Rey Mysterio did want to lose the title on the same show he won it on. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. Was no. that when he lost it to Kane?
2: No, it's when Cena came back and just won it. Him. Oh, he won oh, the okay. tournaments after Punk ran off the title, and then Cena won it, and then literally was it the next week? Punk came back with his belt. It was
1: after Cena won it. Oh, me. No choke it was no joke, straight like after scene one, of yeah. Punk, right. punk was gone for two weeks when they did that. How to he he pitched to be like gone for like a month or two and like show up on indie shows, show up in like Ring of Honor with the fucking WWE title. <laughs> that's like, it's that's like, like, no, you've got like, two
2: weeks. That's like how to throw dry ice on it, like, the hottest angle in wrestling, really, isn't it? The whole summer of <laughs> punk, like, how come
1: it's how to WWE a uh, fucking red hot angle. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I was just going to say it, it. I mean, you look back at the Attitude era as well. They used to do that all the time when they wanted to hot shot the belt mm-hmm. to like a different feud, or, or not to a different feud, but to, like if they wanted to get the belt off somebody to then have them chase that other person, but they didn't want that person to beat them. I Like see. the m- most notable one for me was when they wanted Austin to chase Triple H for the title. Right. And it, they had Mankind beat Austin at SummerSlam in the, tri- in the triple threat.
2: SummerSlam 1999, the first oh, you yeah. ever pay view I ever watched.
1: That was the <laughs> first pay view I ever stayed in full life. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, so they, had, they had Mankind beat Austin for that and Triple H beating the next night on Raw for the belt. And then oh, Austin chasing Triple H. So, it's it's kind of WWE's formula to do that. It does it mm. does make sense to a degree. I did, I,
2: did it with Jericho at times, something like you got you like you got disqualified or something like after the pay per view, or okay? you so have to like give minutes really the belt or something because of, he, something happened. and he, he ended up winning it, and then he ends up having to drop it the next night to Triple H again. it's Funny was, how it always It was, it's, it's, it, was it was the same.
1: It was the same night because uh, it's, it's funny how this always tend to work out in Triple H's favor. Yeah, Jericho. <laughs> Jericho got uh, El Hebner as his referee, and he had the APA with him, and El Hebner fast cantered and. Sympathetic babyface Triple H uh, came. I mean, he, had, he had to fast <laughs> He
2: had to get back with a selling T-shirt. That was good. Cool.
1: Yeah. For <laughs> fuck's sake. That's why. Right. That's why yeah. That's why had to resort to sell T-shirts.
0: Moving on. <laughs> uh, Jake, you got. Uh, uh,
1: yeah. Anything? So, I've got two little bits. Um, first one: WWE are going to be debuting their first non-WWE documentary on the WWE Network or Peacock. Um, mm. On March the seventh, actually no, still be WWE Network. Then um, it's going to be called Heaven. It's about a high school amateur wrestler called Heaven Fitch who became the first female amateur to win a boys' tournament. Um, it's set to be narrated by Beth Phoenix. Um, oh, wow, sounds pretty cool. Might get um, that to yeah. watch.
2: So interestingly, it's, it's obviously it's it's still a wrestling documentary, but it's just not professional wrestling and it's not WWE wrestling. So it's still I, like yeah, it's still like yeah. within yeah. their wheelhouse. It's still on brand, but not like yeah.
1: It's it's notes. very <laughs> it, it's very kind of like WWE like love doing stuff like that with amateurs don't do though where they're like like they did it with Kazanglo when he um before he'd signed he kind of like made a big deal out of him and they did yeah. it with um there's a guy called Gable Steveton, who is training for the 2024 Olympics for wrestling and they've been like kind of like they've they've been they've been showcasing them. they had Brock go train with him. Um, oh, we're going to get Gable
0: and Gable tag teaming.
1: They've, well, they, <laughs> they, funnily enough, they've just signed Gable Stevenson's older brother Bobby Stevenson, who's also oh, a okay. an wrestler and also looks like an absolute unit.
0: Oh, um, we're going to get like the rebirth of Team Angle, aren't we? I hope so. <laughs> more to the point,
2: yeah. are we? Are we going to get like Heaven Fitch,
1: like shoot locking in a Kimura on Chad Gable and Roll? <laughs> yeah. And then getting an <laughs> a we're, we're gonna we're gonna have Heaven Fitch. Um, Brink and a little retirement and tap and mouse. and then get shooter. and say, This is for the
2: Pew there. And then
1: get, <laughs> and then get shoot piece up by the API. Damn. JBL just clotheslined from hell's a fucking 15 year old girl. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Mean, hell. He, he probably would. He probably would. He's an, <laughs> an <laughs> asshole. He'd fucking do anyway. it anyway. Do it for the laws. Uh, yeah, so there's that, um, and the other one moving swiftly on. Uh, Fight elect Select report, and that multiple people within WWE are campaigning for cardboard cutouts in the in the audience for WrestleMania. After Do it. They see the way the Raymond James looked at uh, the Super Bowl. Yeah, However, cool. the one man that matters, Vince, is not a fan of it. Um, so it's not sure. What, they're still not sure whether it will happen.
2: Oh, can you imagine um, them can you imagine the meme? Like how many Cody Rhodes or Tony Khan's or <laughs> Purbalhkies or you know
0: <laughs> the purple ackey section.
2: <laughs> it'd be it'd be hilarious. They'd have to like vet it so carefully. Like they Jimmy Savile's or fucking, you know.
1: Well the sorts. thing the thing is they it's WWE and they have a shit ton of cardboard cutouts of their own wrestlers.
0: Yeah.
1: In a fucking warehouse. So they, it wouldn't like Oh my God. Do that. If
2: if if we do get the Seth Rollins Cesaro match, can we actually have like a proper Cesaro section? Just
0: loads of cutouts of Cesaro. Well, yeah. Cesaro.
1: <laughs> I, I'd like, like it even pen, more.
0: Penned in by actual fans.
1: I, I'd like it even more if it was like Cesaro through the years. So we had like uh, Swiss money holding Claudio Castagnoli when he had like the mullet <laughs> and the uh, what well, when he'd he come looked- out in like the pink suit. Cesaro <laughs>
0: when he looked like Gaston.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then and Cesaro they, with her is just Roman. he looks like knockoff in English it's weird I <laughs> I, I've met Cesaro with her. he was he was a terrifying man then <laughs> <laughs> made me feel like a little boy just standing next to him <laughs> um, but yeah it's typical isn't it Vince just doesn't want to do something that seems like the fucking logical thing to do to make the product look better
2: disappointing so have you noticed yeah. how many fans are going to have at Manium? they won uh, 30
0: two, odd wasn't it 25,
1: 30 I heard it was 20 but, oh, yeah, okay. They,
2: they between had Thursday the Super Bowl, didn't they? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think they're pretty much going to follow the lead of the Super Bowl, so whatever the Super Bowl, are they're going to do the exact same, Par,
0: apart from the cutouts.
1: Apart from the cutouts. Yeah, but, <laughs> had, the, the Super Bowl, also Super Bowl had, like, was like capacity if you include the cutouts.
0: The Super Bowl was like everyone
2: there it was like an NHS <laughs> worker, and they were all like vaccinated or tested, or so I don't know how they're yeah. going to do it. So well,
1: except for except for the uh, AEW guys that Tony Khan got in on his tickets. <laughs> they <didn't laughs> all tested. Sure. I mean I don't know. they had Jericho there and he's a fucking shooter so who knows? <laughs> um, Good, super spreader Chris Jericho super spreader Chris Jericho <laughs> he's just coughing on people in the Super Bowl trying to get, trying to get it's a AW running interference on Mania just coughing on seats <laughs> um,
2: licking all the taps in the bathrooms
1: for fuck's sake <laughs> um, I, I do have another bit of news that I didn't get the chance to write down because I only found it before Um Shayna Baszler was on uh, Renee Paquette's um, podcast this week. Mm. I think it was this week. Maybe been the end of last week. By the way, we she does, a, she does
2: a lot of these podcasts, doesn't she? Like she cracks the Renee. Ring.
1: Yeah. She's done three this week. Yeah. Like she's actually. She's I mean, Shayna. I know She's trying to keep up
0: surprised. with us. I mean, we knock out six yeah. or seven a week. So yeah. keep up, Renee. Come on, love. She, she does
1: like she does really good interviews, whereas we just chat shit on bro. Whoa,
0: Oh, fucking give us a chance.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll get some interviews soon. Don't worry, guys. Oh yeah. Oh
0: yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, so Shane was talking about that and about how um Vince really didn't get it, obviously, because it's fucking Vince. Um <laughs> uh, she said that in the first like couple of um matches she did where she was just beating the shit out of people, Vince loved it. And then because na- she had a match with Natalia because Natalia's uh, like got a bit more of a sort of MMA background, sort of like shooter background. They had a bit more of a MMA style fight. Um, mm. Vince hated it, uh, and he's the reason he hated it. I Have a little guess. It, it's, oh, it's 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 so logical for it's logical for wrestling. You are. He said it's logical for wrestling to dislike this. Apparently, mm. um, go on. He said he disliked it because it just looked like they were fighting.
0: Oh, for f- Vincent, yeah. um, come on, lad.
1: So yeah, ba- basically, kind of like soured on her because of that, which was, explains like the whole Becky Lynch stuff and all that. Um, uh, but basically, yeah, uh, she said she, she the way she kind of rectified it was to like go and sit outside Vince's office, like the fabled "you've got to wait outside Vince's office." Is he in a good mood today? I'm scared <laughs> to talk to him. And she basically just went into his office and. I'm, I'm. I imagine this would be terrifying as well, because like he he said, he'd said like she's got a like really unique look and she brings something to the table and no one else does. Mm. So she reiterated that to him, and said, "Look, I I just need a few like a couple of months to figure out the style you want me to wear, but mm. I can make you money." Well, presumably, Shayna Baszler was towering over Vince, while Vince was like quip, cowering in his. <laughs>
0: I like um, if you just like put him in the car in a clutch. I was going to say like, yeah. just put him in that a, up, well. until he until he says yes, that's fine.
1: Yeah, uh, but she the um the other thing she did say as well was she credited the um, Natalia, AJ Styles, and Randy Orton for like kind of helping her like groom her into like a main roster style performer, which awesome. is
0: cool. Yeah, that's nice. Nice um, um, to hear.
1: Yeah, good good to hear. The chain has kind of turned the corner with the Vinnie Mack school of wrestling.
0: Wrestling. <laughs> Nice. Uh, Back to something Mania related and Miz related. Uh, According to WrestleVotes, uh, a source there says that the current plans call for Bobby Lashley to be involved in WrestleMania 37's WWE title match. However, Miz is not currently in those plans. Goes back to what we were saying earlier um, current plans, or rather, future plans for him to be involved in that bad bunny match. Um, And we've already spoken about that. I just forgot to add it on. So I'll move on to my next point. Injuries. John Morrison is apparently dealing with an knee injury. Coming out of Raw, get well soon, John, cause you're good. And if you can get that Miz stink off you, then you'll be I mean, even better.
1: mean, he, he's needed for the Bad Bunny match as well. Oh, you need, you need someone to get pinned by Bad Bunny. <laughs> Miz ain't gonna do former WWE champion Miz. Two time, two time, two time. He'll be, he'll be a two,
0: former two time by the end of the fucking month.
1: <laughs> I mean, he might be on the injured list by the end of the month as well. <laughs> Bobby Lashley's going to do a legit murder run.
2: I mean, technically, Raw is on the 1st of March, whether we going to just say you're out.
0: All right. right <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the, the start of next month then. So, it's all semantics, mate.
0: <laughs> Sticking with uh, Raw and Mania-related news. Actually, firstly, um, about Raw, Damian Priest, Dave Meltzer, um, just confirmed and reiterated uh, what we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, that WWE officials really, really like Damian Priest. um, And he's going to be protected for sure until WrestleMania and probably after. Although Meltzer did then add the usual caveat uh, about Vince McMahon changing his mind and giving up on Priest. But for right now, he's in a good spot and he's doing well. And so he fucking should do, because he is good. Vince
1: changing his mind's like a fucking toddler, isn't (laughs) he? It's really
2: telling, like when you watch like other promotions and fans like react to it like specifically AEW, um the, the sort of like trauma mentality that wrestling fans have after years of like vince just abandoning their favorite wrestlers mm-hmm. so like whenever whenever something happens whenever anyone loses on down with every like there's a section of the fan base like oh oh what are they doing that for? they're getting buried and like no Shell out. This isn't degree Like someone can take a loss one week and the next week they will look stronger. It's not like it's not like there are yeah. only two modes, which is like push to the moon and drop like, mm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there, are various there stages, is some like, middle ground. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. It, it is.
1: It is. Um, when like watching like AEW, that's the kind of like train retrain my like way of thinking for uh, that. Where it's like, right, just because they've lost this match doesn't mean they get buried. It's just mm. it's just it's part of the bigger story. And yeah, and there's something that uh, Ben's got in his news that. I'm gonna to touch on which is kind of like reiterates that fact. Okay. Um in a bit. Nice. Um,
0: but yeah, Damien Priest, big fan of him. Hopefully, um I'm this in... thing with Bad Bunny isn't gonna rub off too badly. Do,
2: do the right thing then... with us? just just keep him he doesn't he doesn't even need to like be a world champion, you just keep him relevant to players, just keep 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 him like you know
0: up and mid card.
2: He's good. Don't let don't fucking don't uh, Alistair pluck him.
0: I was just gonna use that exact same example.
1: Too soon. <laughs> um, moving yeah, on.
0: He, oh, no, oh, on. I didn't know if you said that I, some more on it.
1: No, no, I was I was just gonna I was just gonna say like he, he kinda like fits the criteria for like that sort of top like Latin American star that WWE went after for a long last time.
0: Mm. So
1: like kind of fill Ray's shoes, like
2: yeah.
1: He and he, God, I mean, a, if only they
2: didn't have like a really good Latin American wrestler on the, on the roster as well
1: that they could use, but whatever. Maybe one that's that engaged
2: to top baby face Charlotte Flair.
1: Never heard of I you saw him, uh, but um, <laughs> but yeah, he's either way, he's definitely got star power written all over
0: him. One hundred percent. Yeah. Moving on, it is believed that the post-match angle from this week's episode of uh, Raw between Charlotte Flair and Asuka is setting up for a few between the two at WrestleMania, <laughs> but may not have come up as planned because of Asuka losing a tooth during her loss. Uh, to Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Um, we knew that was going to be
1: a thing. If, if ever there was a reason to give us Asuka versus Shayna on a pay-per-view.
0: Oh, yes.
1: Gain of volley and Asuka's front seat out of the face would probably be it.
2: So have, have we all seen um, the film No Country for Old Men? Yes, with this film. So you know how, like, the, one of the central sort of themes of that film is that as soon as Josh Brown's character finds the briefcase, he's a dead man. Morgan, it's just a matter of time. The bullets coming for him. Yeah, it's very much the similar same thing. As soon as Oscar um, and Charlotte <laughs> as her tag partner, her tag title was dead. Her tag, her end title ring was dead. It's just the bullets coming. It's just, it's just taking a while to get there. It's just a matter of when. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, it was. It was weird that wasn't it? Because obviously I I wasn't on the Raw review this week, but. I wanted to ask you guys' opinion on this. Um, they're, they're trying to position as the heel there, aren't they?
0: It fucking feels like it. Like, given the promo that Charlotte had, which I didn't mind, and Aaron wasn't a fan of it, but the, the backstage promo with Ric Flair, where she was coming across like, just let me do my own thing. I'm, I'm trying to kind of continue our legacy and cement our name and this, that, and the other. I'm really making her come across like she'd been hard done by. And then in the post-match with Charlotte and Asuka making out it was entirely Asuka's fault and Charlotte was fuming because she'd cost them the win. And it does feel like that that's the way they're going with it. And it's I mean, fucking daft if they are.
1: I mean, the, it, it baffles me how they'd go for that in the first place because, one, Charlotte kicked Asuka in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and Asuka was, like, valiantly fighting back against the fucking threat of Shayna Baszler trying to murder her. Um. Whereas Charlotte was just doing Charlotte things,
0: doing Charlotte things. That's it. Oh, mm. it's infuriating. Like,
1: I wanted to just like get your two cents on it because I was like, they eh, like, because even when Oscar like m- swatted the hand away, there was like a bit of a boo that yeah, pipe was like
0: yeah,
1: no, no, it felt like that. And Charlotte's the heel in this situation.
0: Charlotte is always you say always that book. The give them three weeks.
2: And what give them three weeks? I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying she will be legitimately here, but they'll present her as the hill somehow. Mm. We'll find a way.
1: I mean, you say that, but it's tasty. She's been doing heelish ass things, and they've been presenting her as a sympathetic baby face. So,
0: oh, yeah, I'm talking about the present. I'm, to ask, I'm, yeah. I'm
1: talking about present the present. Ask the hill somehow. Oh, Ask her all just green mister, and then she's an evil foreigner again. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's it. Quick fix. They can do that within yeah. one week.
1: Yeah, nah. I mean, they've. They, They've done that. They've done that over three weeks with Apollo. They've turned him into a Nigerian prince, and now he's an yeah. evil foreigner.
0: But that's good.
1: That was good because he that's was like really channeling good. Killmonger.
0: Yeah, yeah, big fan of that. He needs yeah. a pay-per-view entrance where he's got the big fucking Killmonger mask or something like that.
2: You say the turn into a Nigerian prince. When's he going to start sending um, scamming emails to all people?
1: Well, that, <laughs> that, that's um, that's when Vince gets bored of the new the new direction for Apollo and just turns him into a comedy character. <laughs>
0: It's just segments of him backstage calling people, trying to scam him out of money.
1: <laughs> I, I just hope for uh, WrestleMania Apollo comes out. Uh, Apollo comes out with some form of like Ugandan knuckles re- reference.
0: Fucking <laughs> in in the car. Just
1: just 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 <laughs> oh, in, in Aaron's Ugandan knuckles car. Yeah, that's what we need. <laughs> for those Friendly, who don't, yeah, for same. those who don't know, because we haven't streamed it yet, um, Aaron's got a Ugandan knuckles car on. Forza Horizon 4, and it's fucking ridiculous.
0: It's also very, 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 very fast. It is. <laughs> it's like someone strapped a fucking V8 to a mobility scooter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like um. one of those little remote control cars with, like, two wheels yeah. that have no sense of gravity <laughs> and a dead fast book, like, go all over the place.
0: How did we segue into Charlotte and Asuka to fucking Ar- Aaron's Uganda Knuckles car. Um, oh, yeah. Evil was, Foreigner, Asuka, Apollo. Evil Foreigner. <laughs> Christ, that's a reach. Right, let's fucking move on. My last little bit of WWE news. Um, this week on uh, Monday Mailbag podcast, uh, Mike Kyoda um, said that John Cena had a little bit of a problem doing the JOB for The Rock at Mania 28.
1: That. I mean, yeah, he sure the politics a bit more because now what we'll, we've got.
2: Yeah,
1: all yeah. these fucking legends coming back and beating fucking current stars because that's what that's why Cena was pissed off about it.
2: Mm-hmm. Big match, John. Got to uh, keep the spot on.
1: Dwayne, Dwayne came back and he was John was calling Dwayne a part time.
2: <laughs> was that when The Rock like went over punk as well? Is that the same run?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, sorry, that was before that. um Oh, was it? Went Rock. When The Rock went over Punk, that was when um, Cena got his win back.
2: Oh yeah, that was, oh, that, okay. was
1: that was twice in lifetime, wasn't it? Twice, twice in, in lifetime. Life yeah. <laughs> that was um, the first time we ever saw no fucks given, Dol
0: Now we're getting it on the regular on Twitter.
1: I know.
2: He's like, he's like, he's like, straight up promoting at this point.
1: Pretty much. I I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up in AW, You know the way things are going.
2: I mean, they like a they like a brother tag team. They brought in like they Mike, like a brother they brought, team. They
1: brought in Mike Seidel. yeah, exactly. Mike who, Seidel, who I thought Matt Seidel's brother. I
0: know who is he is.
1: Famous for um, trying to a, a flipping Styles clash and nearly killing himself.
0: Christ!
1: Yeah. Don't do that, so, mate. You saw, already, you saw your brother he, he, try
0: and do a moon salt, and that didn't end up well, did it? He's, so he's
1: already nearly
2: fallen off several things.
1: Christ. Yeah. And then he got murdered with a big rig and. The world was a better place for it, um, <laughs> but yeah, like he, he's just—he's tweeting too much about it for there not to be a bit of a bit of like smoke there. You reckon? Yeah, like he's—he's he's got to—he's got, to
2: he's got to be on the way out of W.
1: He's made—he's made to Cody as well, so that's yeah. already. Everyone's got him, mates like, with Cody at this. That's point, already. Like, yeah, like... But that's already guaranteed him a job. Like he brought Matt Cardona in just a fucking pin, like a member of the Dark Order, and fuck off.
2: Mm. you can form it. you can form like a, a top trumpet attack team with a JK
0: mm. <laughs> right moving on uh, do you have any NXT news Jay
1: I have one NXT news because oh. I literally actually I've like just to touch on something that we spoke about last week um they did announce the new class for um for NXT it had over 25 wrestlers in it stacked the biggest class they've ever done um this includes people like La Knight, uh, Zoe Stark, um,
0: people already,
1: yeah, people who've already debuted on NXT as well. Park, like uh, Park, 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 Parker Parker
0: there is there as well, friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast,
1: Parker Bordeaux is there. Um, uh, Richler,
0: not uh, Rick, Steiner's, Rick
1: Steiners, son, uh, Bronson rex Steiner. Yeah, um,
0: Matthew Bailey's uh, Regal sonny son for NXT. UK. Bailey Matthews, yeah, Bailey um, Matthews.
1: Yeah, um, but you he, he, it's weird because they had like a separate NXT UK class, which mm. was like end of January, yeah. Um, where they also signed someone else who is uh, featured on NXT UK this week, ah, which I'm yeah. very excited to see. Um, but yeah, they, they they announced that there was a lot of like sort of a lot of indie wrestlers, a uh, guy like Bre- uh, Blake Christian, um, Christian Casanova, um weirdly enough, as well. Like something that WWE don't normally do when they were announcing some of these people, they were saying, Oh, yeah, previously competed as such and such on the mm. Indies for these companies. Um, like it which makes, makes it all the
2: more baffling why they insist on changing their names. Yeah,
1: it, it, I think it's so people can kind of get a little look at them before they they do. I think do it's so that get that fat trademark when well, you put trades, but more on that in a, in a minute. So, well, yeah. I mean, a, co- a couple of uh, a couple of people tried to get the name... Uh, WWE tried to trademark the names off, got turned down because they went, nah.
0: Well, I've got a point on that, which I could segue on to. Go on then. Unless, unless you've got something on it. You haven't got anything on NXT, have you? Uh, Tasty. No,
1: I've, I've got, no. I've I've got just... one, NXT, one NXT, actual NXT thing I've wrote down. But well, I thought I'd segue into that for you first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, off the back of what you were saying... Um, Reports have come out uh, that WWE uh, were denied trademarks on Dominic Mysterio, Kaylee Ray, Chelsea Green, and A-Kid, and several others because applications did not include the performers' consent.
1: Ray's definitely gone to Dominic. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't sign
0: anything. Don't don't, don't.
1: sign anything. You've signed your contract. Don't sign any of that shit because then you can just show up and luchar on the grounds. Ray Mysterio. Sorry, yeah. Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> then you, then just, you can like, show up in MLWs as Ceter Underground as Dominic I Just Mysterio. imagine, like
2: some like smarmy WWE lawyer, like going up to Shelton Green before she had like her ankle surgery, while she's like you know under the influence of like general anesthetic, <laughs> just like just put a pen in her hand and make like, can you just sign this
0: before you go under? <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> My Cardona just comes in the room, glowing
1: red. No, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: Yeah, but, uh, but um, don't forget independent contractors.
1: Yeah, yeah, always. That, always. That's the point I was about to make. <laughs> There's a few there, though, that like I'm quite pleased they didn't because I'd like to see them just kind of, if they do leave, just show up and still be under that name. So people kind of like follow them.
2: Yeah. This, doesn't, if even they went... sound, this doesn't even sound like WWE ever asked them to sign trademark permissions. It sounds like they just filed them anyway. they just like, oh, we're going trademark all these people's sign names. This. That's
1: it. And then that's pretty much what they do. And then they ask them like after they filed it. So, like Kaylee Wright,
2: that was her ring
0: name before so she signed with NXT. In ICW, wasn't
2: it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could. And that, was, that was his name before he signed with NXT.
1: Mm hmm. I, oh, I still need to re watch that uh, AK Zack Sabre Jr. match. So, oh, this yes. is like,
2: this is like, this is some sketchy shit. I mean, we, we, we got, we got what, 25 minutes in without some sketchy shit from WWE? <laughs> we, That's
1: was going to like a new record. <laughs> usually we open with the WWE sketchy shit <laughs>
0: um, did you have anything else NXT Jay? Uh, I've
1: only the only bit I've actually written down it's a good segue for sketchy shit is uh, that Virgil has been pitching on Twitter to um, become Cameron Grimes new manager
0: do it and have him with the million dollar belt do it and well, do it now
1: well Cameron Grimes replied to this because as we know he is Currently feuding with Ted DiBiase, thinking he's smarter than him. And Cameron Grimes told Virgil to kiss his grits.
0: Nice,
2: <laughs> white trash millionaire Cameron Grimes. oh,
1: <laughs> big tasty. Uh, go, go on YouTube and watch the um the Cameron Grimes stuff from this week. It's you'll fucking love it. Yeah, it's it's only about three minutes, but it's it, it's,
0: it's it's everything. It started
1: oh, nice. this it started this feud with Ted DiBiase, and I'm all all here for it. <laughs>
0: Quality stuff. Um, I've got a couple of NXT bits here. Uh, so Dave Meltzer said while discussing Casey Cansazzaro's injury angle at NXT, apparently she is genuinely hurt. So yeah, the big knee
1: brace on, didn't she on her NXT? Yeah, so she's genuinely hurt, or she's genuinely hurt by the backlash like she's had on social media. Both. i <laughs> both. But she did delete that's with it. All right. Did okay. she? Yeah. Shortly after putting that video out about how she was adhering to COVID guidelines, and then everyone like went, well, you were in a (laughs) fucking restaurant. What are you playing there? Without a mask on, like, being a dickhead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Melina recently told WrestleTalk that she didn't sign with WWE recently because she had a bad knee, speaking of people with bad knees. I remember there was a lot of talk about her coming at some point. Uh, and likely NXT. Um, obviously, that didn't happen, um, which is a shame. She was I mean, decent. And re- where is she wrestling? Or where was it, she wrestling? Was it she was wrestling
1: in NWA? Yeah. Um, she had like a faction with Thunder Rosa, and they were leading up to a Melina versus the Rosa match, which would have been fucking money. Um, she looked great. Like she looked mm. better than I remember her looking. Like wrestling wise, like she looked like she hadn't missed a beat. She looked like, as I say, she looked even better than she was in WWE. I thought like she'd look really good yeah. so I thought a, a sign-in with WLP would have really brought her I, I mean she said she had a bad knee you, you couldn't have tell you couldn't have told at all that she had a bad knee because mm. she looked fucking fine yeah, yeah she was really looked really good looked like she could really go and um, wow. and really helped elevate Thunder Rosa within NWA and now she's one of the biggest women's wrestlers like going at the moment isn't she so
0: that's a shame. Hopefully, mm. later down the line, I might see it.
1: even even bring her in as like a mentor or a manager because mm. she's fucking awesome. Yeah, Can yeah.
2: you tell me there's hope for a reunion of Eminem?
1: <laughs> I mean, no, because Joey Mercury's bent like all the fucking bridges. Has he? Well, there was all the Ring of Honor stuff from uh, was it last year, or the year before, where he was like basically like just exposing how shitty a company they were. Oh Christ. And he just like he just firebombed that bridge and then he he said, Yeah, I'm probably gonna piss off a lot of people here. So I think I'm pretty sure he's already like he was already on the in WWE's bad books. Um I don't think he's done anything to piss off Impact or AEW yet. Hmm.
0: There's still time.
1: There's still time for that.
0: <laughs> Speaking of AEW, what news have you got for us there?
1: Well, though again, I've only got like two bits here, so I'll Shall I save the big one till the end? Because we've all got a little bit on that. No, that's like got quite a big talking point about it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. So, Fightful Select um, have reported that obviously Anne and Jake are pulled out of the women's eliminator tournament due to a um, shoulder injury. She's going to be out for up to a year, which is really sucks because she's awesome. Um, wow. But she's only young. She's got a future out of it, so there, there yep. is that. Um, they've reported that the injury to her shoulder happened at least a month ago and that it wasn't thought to be as serious as it was, but then she aggrav- aggravated it when she started training again um, mm-hmm. too soon. Um, this obviously led to her now needing shoulder surgery and she'll be out between six and 12 months. Um,
0: Bloody hell.
1: Hopefully she's back sooner rather than later because she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And As I say, she was really feeling like she was stuck to get in a stride. Yeah. And it felt like this was this year was going to be, like, a big one for it. Um, but, yeah, get well soon on, Jay.
0: Absolutely. Big fan. Um, Yeah, yeah.
1: And then I'll hold off my other one until we're all talking about it in a bit. So, up. you guys have anything else, AEW, before we talk about the big
0: one? Uh, I've got a little bit, and then I think you've got a couple, haven't you, Tasty? Yeah, I've got a few bits and bobs. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just quickly, Brian at Alvarez – Alvarez – uh, was told that the young Buck's father wanted to legitimately cut himself open for this week's angle where he was beat up by Chris Jericho, but fake blood was used instead. Fucking hell, mate. Throwing himself right in at the it's, deep end. Yeah.
2: Papa I Bucks. Mean, they save fake...
0: Papa Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> they say
1: fake blood. It looked like fucking raspberry jam smeared all over his face. <laughs> he, gets also, he gets also one of the boys, mate. A... <laughs> he does. He lo- I mean, he looks like a carny. So. <laughs> he looks, yeah, he looks like a type of fella who's like super in fucking coconuts to the coconut chair. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> he, he, he looks like he looks like he's got one of those like ring toss things, but the rings are too small for the actual stick you've got to throw them. On. <laughs> for the good pros,
2: like uh, you, you can win like a you win a goldfish, but you can't
0: win a fucking big teddy bear. Don't fit me, definitely not, mate. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. Um, my only other bits of AEW are on, obviously the uh, the big talking point at the end. So tasty. Yeah. What else have you got?
2: Uh, okay, I've got a few bits and bobs. So one that's uh, Alistair Black adjacent is that according to Wrestling Observer Radio, uh, Tony Khan has expressed interest in signing P.E. Trinidad, a.k.a. You know. Rosita, a.k.a. Zelina Vega, for those of you who are more WWE focused. Uh, he had mentioned that he plans to speak to her after the conclusion of the current women's Eliminator tournament and has said he will,
1: quote, see where she's at. Mm. Yeah, he, he said he was waiting on him. Uh, yeah, he erroneously closed. said he thought
2: you were still under a 90-day no-computer. Even though, like, I thought that had ended. That.
1: Yeah,
0: with Tony just
1: a it has. and he didn't realise. Oh,
0: come on, Tony, mate.
1: Um, yeah, it, was a- it actually ended two weeks ago. Um, if
0: you'd have listened to our news, mate, Tony, you'd have known, because we said it on there. Keep up, come on.
1: I mean, I'd like to think that Tony would have listened, because he's a top lad and we're top lads. So Yeah, exactly. We'd have a proper laugh with Tony Khan, I think. Yeah, yeah. get him on. Um, just well, fuck, yeah. off your,
2: fuck off your weekly briefing with Scott Parker in the and let's do not
1: contact wrestling podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> you haven't yeah.
0: got anything else to do. It's not like you help run a football team or anything. <laughs> two, two football teams. <laughs>
1: two football teams.
0: <laughs> a football team and a soccer team.
1: Yeah. And and he's um, a wrestling promoter as well.
2: Well, he's, a, um, he's, been a, he's, been a, he's been a busy wrestling promoter this week because he was uh, awarded both Booker and Promoter of the Year at this year's uh, Wrestling Observer, or oh, like 2020 Wrestling Observer End of Year Awards.
0: That Wrestling Observer um, so- list... Don't
2: mean shit. Oh, I've got some. I've got some hot opinions, like in favor of that list, that are going to make me a very unpopular man.
1: I've,
0: I've got. <laughs> I agree
1: with some of them, and I massively agree with others. Um, we,
0: we can talk about that in a moment. Just to go back to your your original point, so about yeah. So,
2: Vega. He, he, so oh no, so they, they, that that was the first one. The second oh, one, was okay. he won. He won both Booker and Promoter of the Year at these awards. Ah. Uh, the, the only other times an individual has won both Booker and Promoter of the Year it was Vince McMahon in '98, and 2000 and then the late Great Giant Barber in 1990
1: and 1991. Uh, so he's, he's, joined, he's joined some esteemed company there. I'm shocked and appalled that Jeff Jarrett didn't win that in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> for a stranglehold over the NWA title. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: yeah. How about a new promotion where I just go over everybody?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm basically going to do Hogan and WCW, but instead of it being Hogan, it's going to be me
2: and it's going to
1: be a third round <laughs> in
0: natural. <Nashville>. yeah <laughs> um, speaking um, of that list then because Christ
1: I, I, right, yeah, I've i got let's, a let's, genuine let's, let's, question what's the difference between wrestler of the year and most out, outstanding wrestler of the year the way "outstanding," clearly
0: it's the it's the Other same thing it's <laughs> the same what fucking thinking. thing
1: it's like he didn't want to choose between John Moxley and Kenny so he just
0: he made us made another character uh, to give category. Kenny an award
2: I'm, um, I'm going to drop the hot, my hot take here. Yeah. My cool. um, popular opinion. I agree with the theme being worse gimmick.
1: Wow. To be fair, I, the way it's been booked this year, Because it's I no, it's the definitely whole, up there. The,
2: the whole point of the gimmick, the whole reason of the gimmick is booking Poison. It's a guy who can't feel pain, and you can't have as a wrestling character. Mm.
1: But at the same time, like if the other just booked him like Kane, it would have been fine. Yeah. But instead, like it's they've... Kind of like I don't movie. think
2: the fiend is inherently the worst gimmick, but I think the way they booked him has made the fiend the worst gimmick.
1: Yeah, agreed. that That was my that was my kind of point of view on that as well. To be fair, um, but yeah, I, I disagreed with a lot of a lot of the other stuff.
0: Rookie of the year, Pat McAfee, getting a fucking bin. I mean, whoa, 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 whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. No, that
0: fucking oh. two matches? being yourselves
1: please. I nominated Pat Mc- McAfee for our Rookie of the Year, and you were so
0: wrong to do so. I'm gonna fucking die on that hill.
1: How dare you? <laughs> I think in terms of where he's Pat to win, McAfee yeah, didn't have two awesome matches that when year, he did I think, I think he, definitely needs to be, he
2: definitely needs to be in a conversation about how far he came in a year.
1: Yeah. Nah. The
2: fact that he's even like entered into a conversation as a jet wrestler when he's like effectively a celebrity, it's you know tells it tells you everything about him.
0: Best non-wrestler of the year, Taz. I mean, who's better? Come on now, Malcolm, Malcolm Bivens. talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, why did, I paused. I was did, waiting. I knew you were going to say it. Did Malcolm Bivins? Did Malcolm destroy?
2: Did Malcolm destroy an outdoor next time by like throwing guys like into space? Nah. No, no, he did not.
0: Taz, you want to be a wrestler, mate? Do it. Can't have both. Come on, lad. Checking people about into merch stands, put the tights back on, get in the he's, ring.
1: He's he's a very good manager to be fair to
0: us, and he slapped a on Cody Rhodes, which
1: he did transmission Cody Rhodes. That instantly wins it for
0: me. Worst major show of the year, Super Showdown. Yeah, I mean, clearly these two people didn't watch the same Impact pay per view that we watched a few months ago because that whoa, was
1: hot, whoa. hot trash. That that was that was um, that was Goldberg beating the theme mate.
0: Oh yeah.
1: That was pop garbage. I, I'd, I'd, I'd almost
0: take... erase that from my memory. Also, Thanks.
1: also, that won our award in our fucking in our pole meet.
2: Yeah. I'll take I'll take slight production hiccups over like dripping blood money any day of the
0: week. best yeah. announcer of the year, Excalibur. Absolutely not.
1: Fun I,
2: I I like him. Uh, he's done and he's done a great job on the son by hey, himself as well. I,
1: th- I think I think the reason that Excalibur gets a lot of credit is because he's kind of like guidance to fucking old distracted people around commentary a lot with like Shivani and JR. And he's got you, JR
2: down to like less than three gaps per dino, in
1: him, which is a uh, yeah, which is quite impressive. <laughs> like to be fair, he's got he's got the whole like I've got to commentate and I've got to rain him the fucking as well.
0: That's what you get when he you put be, fucking pensioners he, on your commentary desk. Put someone else on. To,
2: and he has to he, he has to talk all the time because we are using dead-air J.R. to look at something correct We can't have dead-air.
1: JR will start beasting <laughs> over fucking women's wrestlers and you can't have that. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Um,
2: There's a chance you'll find the weapons grade thirst that Thunder just has been dropping on his social media and then it's game over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> move of the year, Omega's one-winged angel.
1: Most protective move.
2: And he did hit it on Sammy Guerrero, like off a fucking football stadium.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I do like that move as well, to be fair.
0: Hmm. Yeah, there's a few in there. I mean, Tag Team of the Year, Young Bucks. Who did PWI vote? FTR. FTR. Hmm. Yeah, then Young Bucks, Young Bucks FTR, didn't even make the top 10. To <laughs> right, that list can get in the bin. Let's fucking move on. Christ yeah. alive. Right, so one last,
2: one, last bit from, one last bit from me on AEW. Um, PWI wrestle of the Year. A little segue for you there, John Moxley, and um, the and, and re- there, 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 the rest of the year as well. So, we were in lockstep there. Um, John Moxley was interviewed by Gary Cassidy for Inside the Robes recently. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to touch on the whole thing, it's a really cool interview. It's, it's on their website, it's in technical, and like, that you can go and read it. It's really, really good. De- they've um, put it up
1: audio as well. Um, I think that would sound. Yeah, because Moxley didn't realize that he was recording himself video, he thought it was just audio. So, it's like on his phone. But it's like that, and he's just like over it, like that's talking. Like
2: that. <laughs> um, so first off, um, he was asked about what if people are going to be too upset or shocked by his upcoming exploding ring barbed wire deathmatch. He simply said, If you don't like the idea of it, just don't watch it. That's fair. Yeah. I won't,
0: don't worry. Stop. Cheers, John, boys. Strong words, and a strong man. Doing a live stream of me. We? Well, um, sec- you, you can, I'm washing my hair. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Secondly, um. He claimed, uh, he was asking about Sting, obviously, coming to, to AEW, um, and he claimed that Sting was a great guy to have in the locker room, especially for helping out the younger guys. Uh, nice. He, he seemed to speak he, he spoke really highly. Of him. Um, he, said he, he seemed to be really um, infused by the, the notion that Sting chose to come to AEW. Um, he, he, he was, obviously, he wasn't, like, forced into it or anything, you know. He didn't have to, he didn't have to work, he was in his 60s, he, but he, he was was infused by the potential he saw here to come in and have his role. That's pretty cool. And... Yeah, to where he wants to finish his career, which is pretty. He seemed pretty psyched about that. And speaking of younger guys, um, he was asked about who he was like particularly high on, and um, obviously he mentioned like the, the MJFs and the, the Sammy Guevaras and the you know of the world. But the one he said um, particularly singled out, he said Ricky Starks was someone who is quote right there already. Absolute
0: Ricky Starks.
1: Give them all of the belts now. Yes. All it. them so it's good to see. Set, it's good. It's good to see to
0: that there's
1: a lot of clear that out. There's a
2: lot of <laughs> really? recognition within AEW about Ricky Starks. Like, people know what they've got, with him, which is really quite. Oh, you know, it makes it makes, so me, it makes me feel guy. happy that he's he's well known. Yeah. Like
1: yeah, like when he was in N.W.A. I've, I've said this a few times now, but I'll say it again. Um, they knew what they had. They were like, oh yeah, this is the guy we're building the company around. But they tried to book him as like a fucking babyface. Like, why would you ever book definitely, Ricky? Starks as a baby baby face? Have
0: you have you heard his promos? He's a detestable piece of shit. <laughs> so you didn't and he, don't watch, and he knows it.
2: You do not watch to eat right? So he was in a match this week. He was in a tag match with um, him and Brian Cage. I saw it. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah I caught it. They had a, they had a brilliant like sort of dynamic where like Ricky Starks would like run in, start some shit, and mm. then as soon as like the, the face was about to retaliate, he run into the corner and tag in. Uh, Brian Cage and like he's yeah. high behind him. He was like playing like the proper heel little brother, that, which was really, really that, quite fun.
1: That bit where he made it look like he was gonna do the PK and he just decked Griff Garrison was fantastic. <laughs> still a big rope and then he's went... <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, yeah he is awesome um, yeah he's he's a star. Um yeah. I love Ricky Stark so I'm I'm very happy about that. Um, I still
2: think I think I still think the long term plan is that he takes the title off Derby, which I'm all I'm about
1: I think so as well. Yeah, I think it's it's a ready made storyline, and they've got like really good oh. chemistry together, so it would make sense. And um, like you're looking at you're looking at like, on, on looking subject- at,
2: like V team Taz, and you see like Hobbs and you see like Hobbs and Cage. You going oh, they're the big threats. Now it's actually he's going to be the guy to, uh, to do the business.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, on the sub, quickly on the subject of the um, exploding barbed wire death match as well. Uh Tony Khan said in that interview we were talking <laughs> about before Ben um, that. That was actually Kenny's idea. Um, Moxley wanted to, yeah. Like Moxley, when he came in, pitched that he wanted to do like a death match, basically, um, which is what he did the full gear in the unsanctioned match. Um, and then Kenny kind of said, all right, well, the next logical step of this feud has got to be that. And that was round full gear 2019. So they've been sitting on this for fucking ages. <laughs>
0: so
1: it's cool. it's cool to see though, like, how much like long-term planning goes into a lot of these things for AW that they've already kind of like laid down the path for like where they're mm-hmm. going with the Moxley-Kenny feud. And now you, you
2: just, you just know like t- Tony Khan's had this, like he's just had exploding while death match written on like a post-it note
1: stuck on his dressing table. and like every
0: week he gets up and <laughs> every like, gets up, and up. Oh yeah. yeah. Still there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like the thing is, I know it's, I know it's not for everybody. Um, But I'm very intrigued to see how they do it because it's not going to be like the Japanese ones where it's like legit people getting fucking blown up and electrocuted. But obviously there's going to be like a lot of production value going into it. So, I mean, the way um, Moxie's talking about it,
2: he's talking about it like it's going to potentially write him off TV for some time.
1: Oh, it's definitely going to write him off TV for some time. That promo we cut this week, it's already kind of like a given that he's going to take some time off to like be with Renee while she's like pregnant and like the baby's due soon isn't it i think yeah so
2: he, he was talking in in even actually in this um in this Inside the interview he was saying like he doesn't know how he's gonna he said he's always saying like he actually quotes he said to quote he's like wiley it's like they're wiley coyote or he's wiley coyote and they keep trying like doing it and he keeps coming back and he said this could be the one thing that he doesn't come back from. So tune in to to find out if he
0: basically like like what an unflushable turd. So, yeah, just won't fuck off.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's like a like a cartoon character. I I, I just wanted to run off like a run off the side of the ring and like not fall until he realizes that he's like off the and then look down and then go and then he falls. You know, <laughs> like a little uh, a little cartoon throwback. I mean, Phoenix would probably do that with me if, if if he really wants to. Yeah, it just spending on in the But yeah, it's it's. Um, I'm really hyped for this. Um, I love a good bit of insanity. I'm going to be there with. I'm going to be drinking some beers and we be having a great time.
1: Yes, yeah. nice. I mean I'm very intrigued about it. Um, that's to say the least. I, as I say, it's it's something that I've like. I've watched the old Japanese ones and I was like, and it was sort of even I was like, oh fucking hell, it's a bit much, but. I'm intrigued to see how they do it because like the way they kind of presented a death match to a more mainstream audience with the Moxie Kenny match was fantastic. It was like, it it was very, it felt more like the Champa Gargano street fight from NXT than like, than an actual death match, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm intrigued to see, I'm intrigued to see what it is. I reckon it'll be more like an ECW match than like, some of the shit that Aaron watches where there's people like Aaron watches
0: some absolute fucking twaddle (laughs) Aaron Aaron,
1: like like, Aaron like acknowledged that himself on the uh, on the AW podcast this this week like he watches like some of the fucking nasty scatty um, death matches and while 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 I always give like stuff a watch even some that's even a little bit too far for me but yeah well, people too.
2: getting hit with fucking weed whackers and fucking all sorts. people get
1: people getting fucking thrown off buildings you know onto like structures made out of light tubes and uh, shit like that that's sorry, a bit spe- too bad speaking of it. that speaking
2: of that um, very briefly uh, last week was the 19th anniversary of the new Jack throwing the Rams off the scaffold Christ
1: <laughs> good old dark side of the ring um, to
2: trying to, <laughs> to shoot kill him <laughs>
0: Should we move right. on to our, our last chonky chonky big earth shatter it, big news for AW? Should we, should we
1: finally yeah. show our big news? Let's do it. Um so
0: Who's that? It's the large program. Go on.
1: <laughs> so um AW kind of broke the internet this week. It was the same day that WWE announced their biggest class ever for um for NXT. They they announced twenty five signings. AEW only needed to announce one, so seemed to like kind of overshadow that, if you will, because it was very very big news. Um, Paul White, aka the big show.
2: announced. Yeah. W announced the large class. So AEW announced the world large, Definitely. Sorry. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Sorry. Can you reiterate that the largest man in pro wrestling they call him that? Yeah. Really? Because <laughs> the Well, they can't call him the world's largest <laughs> largest athlete because WWE trademark. <laughs> yeah. Also, so just went, isn't isn't well,
0: almost bigger than him?
1: Some antics <laughs> Big Joe's heavier. But he's um, not. Really, he's He's
2: not. He's not. He's, not, he's not yet an athlete. He's never. He's not competing in any athletic competition to come to WWE. Just, you, just you wait. Just you wait. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So Paul White, aka the Giant, aka the Big Joe, aka Captain Insano, aka the Big Santa from um, Jingle All the Way. <laughs> Her yeah. He
1: has. Um, He's he was a rig initially like th- this is this was what was weird. They kind of initially on the release they put out said it was as a commentator for their, their new show, AW Dark Elevation, which will launch Monday, the 15th of March, my birthday. Um, <laughs> uh, but then the the kind of as a footnote said he'll also be wrestling for the company um and using this to to kind of scout talents, which is quite and cool. Um, he's going
2: to be working as an ambassador as well, they said.
1: Yeah. Um, and a mentor for talent, which again, he, he's a guy who's been around the business for like almost 30 years. He's a fucking great man, for it.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, he's been not, not necessarily vocal, but he's been liking a lot of things that kind of allude to the fact that he kind of felt he had a lot more to offer to wrestling. Mm. Um. Obviously, WWE kind of recently have just sort of wheeled him in for Legends Nights and stuff like that, and and not do like yeah, odd...
0: huge ambassador for the company. You know, like outside of it, like he did a little make a wish yeah. stuff and things like that.
2: Yeah, I mean, so like... he was he was in the Big Show show on Netflix. He was in Knucklehead. I mean, I, I, I say this like half jokingly, but you know, they were things that people outside of wrestling watched and knew about. Yeah, them.
1: I mean, yeah. he's. As much as as much as like we kind of talk about him as a wrestler, he's a he's a massive like mainstream crossover guy. Like, yeah, he's been in stuff as as we've said, he's been in stuff like The Waterboy, which was from like the nineties, and yeah. people still <laughs> know him from as casting. Yeah, like my mum oh,
2: knows who the big Jew Like, yeah. on TV <laughs> and stuff. Like, it, it was reported on like ESPN when it when it happened to the signing.
1: Yeah, oh, it's it's it is huge. Like, and he's also he, he's a guy who felt like a WWE like. Guy through and through, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it it does show. WrestleVotes uh, put a statement out about this, uh, saying, "Well, they didn't have any insider knowledge on this. Um, the the main thing they can kind of say is that whenever whenever anyone's contract's coming up, everybody talks to everybody. Mm. So it, it it kind of alluded that. Um, just because like a WWE guy's contract's open, they're probably guaranteed to resign it. They'll probably still have a conversation with guys like New Japan and AW and Absolutely. Impact and all Test the, the others. the
0: waters. Got to see what's yeah. out there.
1: Yeah, I mean that's pretty much how Jericho ended up in New Japan in the first place, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That he, he was getting used on like that part-time Legends basis, and he wanted to. He felt he could offer more to. A, Got company. a lot more left
0: in the tank to. Yeah. Be kind of playing second fiddle to Ko, and that's not any knock on that feud or everything, because that was fucking awesome, but it's clearly got a lot more to offer than Mm. just being a kind of a bit part, if you like.
1: Yeah. And I mean, as well with Big Show, like as, as much as he's like, he's an attraction, isn't he? He's not like Mm. more, more of an attraction than a wrestler, but yeah, that doesn't mean he can't, he is, that doesn't mean he's incapable of having good matches. And I was talking about, um, on, on our Joshi podcast, when we kind of brought it up, because it just happened as we were starting. Um, I brought up like he, he had like a few of the Codian um, WWE, which mm. were over the intercontinental title, and I was like, that's really good. Like, yeah. yeah. And he, he, he again, he's, he's someone who has worked hard to kind of get in good shape recently. He's, yeah. Like, in the best shape of his life, and WWE weren't using him.
0: Mm. What if he comes in next week and just knock Shack the fuck out? <laughs> that's what it brought I, him in come on we know I
1: still like because obviously they were saying about having a giant but they didn't like until she specifically said Shaq and obviously Big Joe's contract expired like about two or three weeks ago I believe Um, like I I noticed about a week ago that he changed his Twitter handle to Paul White I was like well that's weird mm. and then the day of him announcing for AEW WWE had moved into the alumni section like that morning um, oh, okay, on the website, which usually would indicate that someone's contract's expired. Um but yeah, it, it, he's um what thought there. What was the saying? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Moved him to uh, the alumni and yeah, uh, that's it. changed his Twitter handle and knocking out Shaq.
1: Yeah, but like they, they could have with the Jay Cargill thing, all the, if they hadn't known sooner in advance that he was open to joining the company, they could have quite easily like Said, "Oh yeah, I've got a giant," but not said who it was. But still, like allude, yeah. and he still could do that allude to Shaq as to being the giant one. Actually, it's a big show. Mm. Um,
0: yeah,
1: and I, I think as much as much as like there's some like weird intrigue about seeing Shaq wrestle now because they built it that much. Yeah, <laughs> <Well, laughs> same. Shaq to himself, cool Shaq himself, wanted to,
2: he's wanted to get in the wrestling for years, hasn't he? Like, there's been teased in WWE,
1: and you know, yeah, WWE wouldn't um. Wouldn't let him have his match with Big Show apparently because he wasn't in good enough shape to do it at the time.
0: I mean, he's not now, is he?
1: I don't know. He looked good. In the, the there was a video package he put out the other day. He looked fucking jacked.
0: Really?
1: Yeah, I was like, Jesus fucking oh, Christ. Fair enough.
0: They had a showdown, didn't they? Was it? Was it a great? It was Royal at Mania Rumble? in the arms Battle Royal. That was it. Yeah, when oh, both a big tried to choke slam
1: each other, and that was what was like teasing that we were going to get it the following year.
0: I've got to. Couple of points off the back of that, are very much related, um, and we I think we spoke about it either other day. I can't remember if it is on or off a recording, um, but they were quite a far apart on money, like in terms of WWE and the renewal of a contract. And I think they kind of lowballed him a bit, so that was part of the reason that played into him not re-signing. signing. Um, fair, fair
2: play to Big Joe, like he's a um, he's a Destiny two player like myself, and uh, those microtransactions are not cheap. If you want a new set of armor, you're talking like big money. So he needs like he needs that contract to pay for those uh, to pay for those honors. I, I feel it's paying. also
1: um, also a big D D player.
2: Yeah, nice. and fucking D and D minis are fucking jacked and bright. They're not they're not cheap, especially with the pandemic going on. You know, you can't even get hold of the rule anymore. So. um
0: <laughs> Uh, WWE talents um, that spoke to Fightful Select said that they didn't know Big Show was leaving the company. Higher-ups learned about it earlier this month that he'd be no longer working with WWE in any capacity. And similarly, the AEW roster um, was in the dark with most learning about his signing when it was announced on the day.
2: Yeah, And this is this is almost this is a little bit sad in a way because if, I saw online as well, someone that said unlike most talents who leave, especially long-term talents, he didn't get like his sort of typical goodbye Circus, like normally, if, if you announce in, your contract's up you're not resigning, yeah, you know, you're, you you, you're, you're you're able, well, not even like a low run, but you're able to like say bye to all the guys and you know mm. and like whatnot. And yeah, he didn't get that, which is kind of sucks because he's he's been there for a long time and he's done a lot and he's probably yeah. got a lot of friends there and yeah. you know he's 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 given a lot to the business and a lot to the company and it was a bit shitty. Not, not it's a lot of the company's fault, I, you know. It's the way this is <clears throat> just a coincidence the way it all happened that he didn't get any sort of closure or anything like that.
0: Mm.
1: I do I do feel like WWE were kind of shitty with them. The way like he's like been allowed to just leave like that. Like a guy like you, you look at how much stuff they put in like l- legends, um, yeah. definitely an in inverted commas. Like someone like Goldberg who they bring in like for a big fucking payday twice a year. And that's not say that Goldberg doesn't draw the money, but I mean, at the same time you've got someone like Big Joe who's been there for like twenty two years.
2: I mean Dusty yeah. Roads is right, wasn't he? You work in job a man work and my work job twenty years. And after twenty years, they kick your ass to the curb
1: and say Braun Strowman and took your job, Daddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's 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 weird. Like I mean, as I say, it's it's a very big gift for AEW. Um, as far as a not so much as a wrestling like role, but as far as like the knowledge he's going to impart on younger towns. Yeah, sure. And they've got a lot of like kind of younger and young, coming talents within there. And
2: like I think AEW's biggest problem in heavily heavy inverted commas here from a sort of growth perspective is they now need to like buy mainstream legitimacy mm.
0: like
2: yeah. they've got they've got great wrestling and they've got a great roster but no one knows who the fuck they are so they need mm. they almost need to have like oh big Show, like you know, if, you, if you're if you like if you're like a fan, like, oh big chair is on AW no I'll, what's AW I'll check it out Sting's on AW no well, I'll, I'll check that out you know yeah. these aren't guys that are going to be like wrestling 60 minute Ironman match for the AW title but they're going to get like a couple of thousand people are going to tune in to AW now to see what the big shows up to or to see what Sting's up to
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm definitely gonna give the first episode of AEW Dark Elevation a listen to, just to or a watch sorry, just to listen to Big Sean commentary and see what he's like. Cause... Yeah, in-
2: interestingly uh, as well, he's going to be paired with Tony Schiavone. Um, mm-hmm. So Tony's going to be doing play by play, and Big Sean's going to be calling cool commentary, which is be quite cool.
0: Does that mean that Dynamite will be totally about him, or is he is he jumping between the two? Ah, Tony, Tony doesn't sleep, mate. He does fucking everything. Just podcasting. No oh.
1: Yeah, Tony. Tony's like the fucking unsung hero. And, like, and,
2: like, and he's got like six kids. Like, man, does not yeah. have a life? Fuck
0: it, Um Fair play. Maybe that's yeah. why.
2: Maybe he just wants to stay away from his fucking mental household. Maybe he just stay away from the kids. He's like, no, I'll, I'll do everything. Just, just let me, let me. I'll, just, I'll sleep. I'll sleep in the studio. Don't, don't worry about it. It's fine.
1: I think I think Tony Schiavone should glad to be back in wrestling, isn't he? Yeah. Like he, did, yeah. he worked a day in TNA and then he quit the business for eighteen years. Fuck it, um, <laughs> But yeah, very, very good there, uh, commentator. Um, anyway,
0: moving on. Um... Speaking of TNA, I've got something on that, if you want to segue. Oh, okay. What have you got? Uh, just in regard, we spoke about uh, Sammy Guevara last week and some of the, the plans and stuff around his impact, appearance, potential impact appearance. Um, so despite speculation based on reports um, about Black Taurus replacing him in Impact's plans, according to Fightful Select, Impact were never going to have Sammy Guevara join Rosemary's Decay stable.
2: I mean, we, we sort of, we sort of like made this leap last week, didn't we? We said like this, this feels like two different things. So like mm-hmm. um, Sammy being replaced was one thing, but then this character, I think, was always Black Torch was always going to appear and join Decay. So mm. I, I think a lot of people were putting two and two together and being like, "Oh, Sammy was going to be in Decay." No, I think that was a bit of a, a bit of a leap of logic. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, I've got some Impact shenanigans as well. Oh shenanigans. Um So again, Daddy Dave at the Wrestling Observer Newsletter uh, has reported that Jimmy Jacobs is currently working as head of creative for Impact Wrestling. Um, cool. So Jacobs, this, this, is, this is quite a, funny, a bit of AW tie in here. So Jacobs was working as a writer for WWE previously. He was released in 2017 after he posted a photo on social media with the Bullet Club taken outside of a Raw sh- uh, taping. Oh, dear. So, the Bullet Club. So, I think Red it was black. Um, it was the books, Hangman Page and Marty's Girl were filming, uh, like, a mock invasion angle for BTA. And Cody. And Cody. And Jimmy Jacobs came out to take a photo with them because they're his friends, and then he got sacked. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Saying and that, then, there was a picture that came out the other day of Becky Lynch at a signing from a few years ago, wearing a Bullet Club Buller shirt. Club. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Yeah, so he's, he's now the head of creative for Impact. He's assisted by Robert Evans, who's another former WWE writer. He was apparently fired for allowing Bret Hart to mention Vince in his Hall of Fame speech, which apparently Vince... What well, do you want to find? Vince bottled him out. Vince bitched him out for it afterwards, and he quit in protest.
1: Damn. As you would.
2: Yeah, so he's assisted by Robert Evans, former WWE writer, and apparently also Tommy Dreamer, who is allegedly stepping away from in-ring work to focus more on his backstage roles. He's a writer, producer, and an agent for TNA, or for Impact.
1: So, you know, that you
2: can see, yeah. And he, you know, he's also obviously when, when the pandemic allows, he also runs his own promotion, doesn't he? Hard- also hardcore. Hardcore? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, good to see. Um, good to see impact of putting good people in good places, which, which is nice. It's always nice. I mean, obviously, we, we all we all meme about impact because it's a bit, it's a bit, um, it's a bit kids in the garage making a wrestling show sometimes, <laughs> but it's nice to see that again, there's still a legitimate place for guys to come and get work, which is nice. It's always yeah. more, more places for guys to go get work, is, is good, mm. yeah,
0: agreed. Come yeah, Um anything else? Rest of the world? I've got one little I've got, bit.
1: I've got two bits. Um so I'll I'll do one of mine first, then if you want to do yours, no problem? my last one will kind of tie into yours a bit. Sorry. You might not know from looking at it, but you'll find out. Uh, so first E C three has signed with the Ring of Honor. Um oh. he he was obviously doing a bit of work with them at the end of last year. He's, he said quite um Quite adamantly, wasn't going to sign any contract. He was just going to kind of work part time for the companies. But um, yeah, he, he signed a contract with Ring of Honor. I, he didn't say how long it was for.
2: Yeah, um, he said he said very specifically he didn't want to sign a long term deal. Was just yeah. like actual words? was not he, he did after after that, presumably the nightmare he had in WWE, he,
1: he's yeah. sort of got the um,
2: <laughs> he's got the fear about being locked in on the contract. Mm. Also, done,
1: he also kind of when he got released, he did a lot of video packages. Like mm. with this new character, like this new character, the essential character three, um, kind like of
0: create your own narrative and all of this sort of thing, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, but he, he did it where he was cutting promos like against like in that room that he's been doing all his promos, but in the backdrop it had different company logo. So he had he did one for like NXT, one for WWE, one for Impact, one for Ring of Honor, one for New Japan, one for AEW, um, a couple more I think as well. So yeah, it's it's interesting to see uh, where it will go. Oh. Mm. Um obviously it's like a complete and utter um diversion from his, his character that he was doing, but he's a very talented guy.
0: Um and, and obviously working,
2: working for Ring of Honor means he's still got flexibility to turn up in other versions as well, yeah. which is
0: yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's awesome. Like EC3. Sweet. Yeah. Um, got a little bit um on Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, so Vice announced um, this week that they will be airing Dark Side of the Ring Confidential, a special episode on March 9th, um, ahead of their third season, um, which will feature Conrad Thompson interviewing the show's creators, along with a recap of the first two seasons and a preview of the new one. Um, there was also confirmation that Season 3 will have 14 episodes, including one focused on Dynamite Kid. So yeah. I'm super excited for Season
1: 3. They also... Um... Announced, I think it was yesterday. Um, they're doing a collision in Korea one, which I'm very excited yeah. for.
0: Oh yes, yeah, they're
2: doing, they're doing a Nick Gage one, which I can't wait for. Uh, Chris Jericho's re- revealed that he's back recording voiceover for it as well.
1: They're doing um, an FMW one as well. FMW being a the promotion in Japan that's most notable for exploding barbed wire death matches. Yeah. oh joy. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, Atsushi Anita the um the kind of founder of that, he, I saw an interview with him where he said this. His end goal in wrestling is to die in the ring. He's a fucking nutter. Um, well, apparently as well, he was like, before he was like doing all that stuff, crazy shit. He was like an actual really good wrestler. Um, but I've only seen him do crazy shit, so I couldn't possibly comment. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm very excited for the new series of Dark Side of the Ring because it's excellent. Yes. Do go check it out. It's for our UK listeners. It's on all four, so there's no real excuse.
2: Yeah. yeah. The um, uh, the Chris Benoit two parts is fantastic. The new I mean the new from season two. I mean, all of season one is great. It covers like um Randy Savage, Miss Elizabeth, Montreal Screwjob, the Bruce of episode's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Um then the episode season two has like the there's a two part bit Chris Benoit episode, there's a uh, Jimmy Snooker episode, there's a, a sort of a more light hearted one about the brawl for all which is quite fun. <laughs> um you know, there's the Road Warriors. Oh, it's just, there's, and then the, the the big sort of one they built to in season two was I mean, at least they did a little one about Owen Hart, which was absolutely yeah. phenomenal. Uh, it's, yeah. it's truly... If you're into the idea that wrestling can be anywhere close to art, then this is, you know, this is ex, like, ex- exquisitely made. It mm-hmm. really is. And it's, it's yeah. handled with, with great sensitivity and they cover some very heavy topics in a very yeah. dignified way. Yeah. Which, you know, dignity and wrestling aren't always ways to go hand in hand. But here yeah, they, <laughs> no, uh, no, yeah, they no. absolutely it- do.
1: Interestingly, they said they based them um, a lot of like the sort of way they shot the uh, like sort of not cut scenes, but you know what I mean, like the bits with the wrestlers, yeah, um, um, where it's like sort of like it's, it's a dark room, isn't it? They yeah, they,
2: they, they do like sort of can't quite see their face reconstructions of like famous hmm. events, in instance. Um,
1: yeah, they they based that on a uh, the thin blue line.
2: All right, <laughs> awesome. I mean, it's, the new jack the new jack one itself is worth watching just to hear a, a flabbergasted um. Delo Brown talking about like being in the same building as some of
1: these Delo Brown watching a video of New Jack legitimately stabbing somebody. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> just his reactions are that's fucking incredible. Alone. <laughs> not, not New Jack stabbing someone, just Delo's reaction.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I must
1: reiterate. Um, and yeah, last that, little that bit? Kind of ties into my last little bit. Some very sad news. Um, NWA wrestler Joseph Josephus Hudson has passed away. He was also known as the question mark in NWA most recently where he was the master of Mongrovian karate. Um,
0: <laughs> was that with
1: Sandow? It, yeah, ex, so it, known he, had as like, Sandow. he had like a black mask with a big white question mark on his forehead. Uh, and he, did, he, he was just like a proper throwback to like a, a like martial arts gimmick. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, apparently he worked in Impact as well and, um, as a writer at one point. Oh, I was uh, he, was very, Hardy, he,
2: he was very well respected and very well uh, thought of amongst yeah. people in the business.
1: Um hard like question mark was one of my favourite things in NWA just because it was so ridiculous Um <laughs> Hardy and James Storm were like say, talking about um, how much like he kind of helped them when they were in impact um, with like promos and stuff like that uh, he famously had a hair versus hair match against David Arquette which you lost which looking at him he, he had very long hair and a very big big beard as well and he got both them shaved off <laughs> um, and also the reason I said tied in it's because he was the man who portrayed Bruiser Brody in the uh, Dark Side of the Ring episode.
0: I was oh, going to say Brody. that, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Dark, Dark Side of the Ring uh, posted a lot about him. They set up a fund uh, for his family as well, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm not, I'm not too sure on the details offhand. But if you look on NWA's Twitter or Dark Side of the Ring's Twitter, there will be a link to it. Um, because he's got, he's got kids as well. Um. Yeah, it's a massive loss. Um, apparently, died from an uh, undiagnosed medical condition. Um, and yeah, it, this one really kind of shocked me because it, it come completely out of
0: nowhere.
1: Mm. Uh, yeah, rest in peace, Oscar uh, Hudson. Absolutely, you will be
0: missed. Well, that wraps things up. Unless you've got anything yeah. else tasty.
2: So um, oh. obviously something here I've, I've been following with with great interest over the last few weeks, and I'm actually, with so much interest, I actually failed to notice it actually come out. Um, top video game retromania wrestling has apparently released on all platforms.
0: Oh yeah,
1: is it? Uh, according to its Twitter, people are oh, the yeah. No, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be all getting that next week and doing a fucking live. We
2: we just need to. Um, it's on Steam. It's out on Steam, so PG Master Rage keep winning. It's it's um, on him,
1: <laughs> it's on Switch as well. Hint, hint. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, we've all got switch. I
2: don't know if it's actually out on Switch yet. Um, but yeah, I think we, we'll have to coordinate over which platform we're gonna be buying it on so we can Absolutely. play together, obviously. Um, but yeah, but a, switch, it's a really cool like one. sort of throwback to like the, the sort of old school WrestleMania arcade games. Um, it's got that yep. sort of feel to it, and um, it's that, got that, like that a little an um, mode where you it's got like an Android mode where you take on Nick Aldous. The roster's like an eclectic mix of like legends and top indie guys. It's, it's a really cool idea. Quality.
1: Got Top Lab Warhorse in there. It? Yeah. Um,
2: so it's available now on Steam, coming to Switch, PS4, Xbox One very soon.
0: You can, also, yeah. you, can
2: also buy, you can also buy a full arcade okay cabinet of it if you're rich as well. If they've Ooh. made full-size arcade okay cabinets. Which
0: is Treat cool. yourself. Well, if we start
1: a Kickstarter now, guys, or a Patreon... Yeah, if, you want, if,
2: you'd like to if you'd like to subscribe to our Patreon to buy us four copies of the Recremenia Arcade Cabinet, then um, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> ah, and, me, and me, a bigger flat to store mining. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> that wraps things up for this week's news. Thank you for joining us, as always. Uh, you can hit us up on all of the social media, Facebook, YouTube, at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter and Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Um... At time of recording it's saturday we'll be doing our first open sessions um at 9 p.m um with the Damn it vince podcast where we will be talking nice. about missed opportunities in wrestling among any other subjects uh, that are brought up and we invite you to join us for that cheers for listening guys all the best bye bye, bye. you must love this podcast
1: house in the untitled wrestling podcast house